0: This episode of Radio Free Tote Bag is brought to you by Podcast Republic, a podcast client for Android. With over 2 million downloads, it's one of the most popular podcatchers on the platform. You can download podcasts, you can download audiobooks, you can download YouTube channels, crazy, and synchronize them across all of your Android devices. Oh, and you can automate downloads so that you never miss your favorite shows. Podcast Republic, a podcast app you can trust.
1: So you won the game and you think you're hot, but we'll win the fight in the parking lot. I said a R. I said a F. I said a T. I said a B. 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 R. F. T. B. Is the only podcast for me. It's Radio Free do <laughs> <laughs> And him- yeah, I'm out of Arthur. We're bringing delightful. the heat tonight. That was fucking delightful. Ah, uh, dude. I'm heated. I'm feeling heated. I drank an energy shot. I went to the gym. My limbs are still shaking. And I'm ready to bring the heat to these relationship questions.
0: How Woo! about you? Oh, baby, you know me. I'm just out here working my ass off every day. So, of course, I'm ready to go bring the heat on the podcast.
1: Yeah, you are. You got some residual fire. Froth. I guess fire doesn't froth.
0: Burning up
1: from uh, from uh, fucking work and frustration if, with driving.
0: If you have a frothing flame inside of you, <laughs> contact your doctor.
1: <laughs> I got... Bubbling flames pouring out of
0: me. Jesus. Man. Damn.
1: Damn. Uh, how, how are you doing besides
0: uh, being ablaze? Well, I can't, you know, it's important for me to mention right now that Star Wars X-Wing uh, version 2.0 coming out. When you guys are going to hear this, I'm going to be uh, at the hobby store picking up my second edition material is very excited. Already Holy have an event planned for Thursday. Shit! Shit! <laughs> yeah, dude. Every, everyone's so fucking excited. I'm
1: trying to contain my excitement. Luckily, uh, I'm a very self-controlled person, so I'm
0: going <laughs> to restrain it in. <laughs> yeah, what is, what it does
1: happen. this mean, the, the new version?
0: Is it just like a new, a new game? Uh, basically, they changed a bunch of the rules. They made a whole bunch of shit that was complete bullshit. In the previous version, vanish into thin air, and um, they made uh, B wings good again. So there you go. Hell yeah, dude!
1: Love me some B wings. Except yep. for the B in the B wing is a B emoji, and instead of wings, it's like the OK hand emoji on the sides, and it's deep fried. <laughs> yeah. That's the kind of miniature game I want to play, party.
0: Oh man now now I'm uh, theory crafting a uh, a meme miniatures game where you've got like dat boy. Would be a figure that you could play as, and like Trollface, yeah, Yeah. Harold. Yep, I don't know that one. You're old. you're deeper than I am. uh,
1: that's that old dude uh, with the face that just kind of—it's like smiling, but it really says on the inside, like "Please kill me." Oh yeah, isn't a lot of those ones where it's—I don't know—it'll be something bad, and he's holding a coffee cup, just kind of
0: uh, grimacing. (laughs) Yeah, I think I saw um, an interview with that dude. Come to think of it.
1: Yeah, he's fucking, uh, he's Lithuanian or something. Yeah. He found out that, like, he had become a man because he was just a stock photo guy, and he's <laughs> totally embraced it, which is pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. Sounds like a cool ge- a cool gentleman and somebody we might want to have on Radio Free Toad Bag.
1: Get, <laughs> uh, get Hide the Pain Harold, down here. That'd be <laughs> tight.
0: I was trying to think of the name they gave him.
1: I just, that just came up. I'd never heard that until recently, too. I think it was seeing that, that same interview.
0: Uh, uh, you did. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well,
1: uh, I got good news for you. Besides uh, bringing the heat here, What's we've that? got a uh, we got a question box question this week. Oh! Yeah, which yeah. we will uh, which we will get to uh, pretty soon. And uh, I will say that there were two, and we're not going to read the other one. And you know why? why Arthur? not? There? Why? Because you can't you can't just copy and paste from fucking Dear Abby or wherever the hell this one came from and put it an into here. And I'll tell you, too, this happened before uh, Finch let me know. The one that we read about the uh, the dude and his wife getting upset, or him getting upset because she didn't put the effort in on uh, naming, hmm. was like from some Dear Abby section. I think they talked about it on Chapo. Huh. So one of our scumbag listeners is out there sabotaging our box, <laughs> copy and pasting
0: questions. Yeah, that's, and, a, uh, that's how you build a listenership is you call them scumbags. Yeah,
1: yeah. Only this particular one. I think I know who it is. I'm not gonna name any names, but uh just give us your own questions, you you sick bastard. <laughs> you twisted twisted uh fan of the show who we
0: love very much.
1: Yeah, you sick yeah.
0: twisted fucking friend of ours. Yeah, supporter of our uh of our project.
1: Thanks for listening. Uh but also you suck <laughs> I was gonna let that one hang for a
0: second um okay okay what do you say well, sp-
1: speaking we, of questions
0: yeah yeah what do you say we help let's, some people uh, dude let's
1: fucking help it uh the flame was taken away from me for a second there but I'm bringing it back regain the back. flame I'm regaining the flame and uh maybe you listener can regain my trust me twenty eight F. Maybe getting vibes from co-worker 30M. I just started a new job and have been getting some interesting signals from one of my new co-workers. I think he might be into me, but I'm not sure. I first noticed during a night out with the people from our office. He kept high-fiving me every time I made a joke. <laughs> like an insane amount of high-fives. I've noticed recently that he always seems to be aware of where I am when I'm in a room and usually finds an excuse to come over and talk to me. When he looks at me, sometimes he looks like, for lack of a better term, like he wants to devour me.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Damn. Uh, sometimes when he high fives me, his hand lingers and kind of grabs mine. So we end up basically holding hands. I moved into a new place and I'm making some improvements on the apartment that he volunteered to help me with. But I've noticed he's always eager to help people. We found out we both really like trail running, and he suggested we go with another male coworker he doesn't seem too close to. It almost seemed like he didn't want to hang out with me alone, which was off-putting. Is there a possibility he's into me? TLDR, co-worker seems to enjoy my company, but is he possibly into me? And that was posted by
0: Under Atlantic. Too many high fives is a red flag. You do not want to date high five guy. No.
1: No, especially if his intention is flirting. Who's like, ah, oh, <laughs> damn, dude, I'm really into that girl, but I don't know how to talk to her. Well, hey, dude, just fucking high five her a whole bunch. She'll yeah. uh, she'll catch on and then grab her hand <laughs> while you're doing it.
0: Yeah. Damn. No, v- very strange. And I'm not trying to hit on
1: the high five either. That's always a good time. But the uh,
0: you gotta, it's got to be used conservatively, though. You can't you can't overuse the high five.
1: No, exactly. Then people get sick of it. And, but regardless, I don't think there's been a situation where the high five has signaled, uh, I want to devour you, as OP puts it. <laughs> like, he wants to
0: devour me.
1: Maybe he's a cannibal, and to, by smacking her hands, he's kind of getting a sense of like the texture, firmness of them, uh, so he can decide when they're ready to chop
0: off and eat. That's like my he, uh, theory I'm throwing out. Like, he wants to devour me. Is she in devour or is he?
1: well her mind went there he's just into the
0: high fives apparently (laughs) do you think she's a gulpy or a shreddy oh Jesus
1: (laughs) I I think I already know what those are by you you saying that but uh, I'm not 100% sure I think we should also mention do you want to give the listeners a description of what Vor is because I made that joke a couple episodes ago and uh, forgot that we didn't actually explain it
0: god i hope I hope by now everyone's in divorce but um I hope so. <laughs> it's uh the idea of being sexually eaten like uh <laughs> usually depicted uh with uh, animated characters like uh y- we mentioned uh, a poorly drawn sonic Vore picture which um would indicate Sonic the hedgehog uh eating someone else <laughs> 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 for sexual gratification. Um, and, uh, to my, uh, little addition here, gulpies are people who want to be swallowed whole or swallow people whole. And shreddies are people that want to be like masticated, like, you know, chewed up and eaten. <laughs> so now you know what that. A, what
1: a festive term for that. Shreddy. <laughs> yeah. Shreddy. Shreddy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to be chewed into pieces. By the way, how because do you, ex- how do you achieve uh, how do you achieve sexual gratification if if you're now you know dismembered into a into a mush? Something think to think about. It's
0: one of those things that's got to be more about the fantasy than than completion.
1: All right, I'm just here looking after the practical side of
0: things, Arthur. Like a dog <laughs> trying to catch a car. Doesn't know what <laughs> he's then, gonna uh, do when he gets and in then the car. eat
1: the car. And then he cards sexually. It's drawn by some fucking crazy
0: person on DeviantArt. Yeah. I'm sure there's Heath Ledger Joker Vore. I'm co- oh, like a hundred percent confident. There's there's gotta be.
1: <laughs> well, so now uh if you didn't know that, you do know that, and uh you're welcome. Yeah, listening. enjoy. Uh yeah, she's definitely into Vore. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that. Yep. Yep. Because she's uh she's the one using that term. He's he's more of a uh of a 5 e 5 e guy. That's, of course, people who get sexual gratification from smacking
0: other people's hands. A 5 Nah. Yeah, yeah. I a dig. Five-y. I dig that very much.
1: Yeah. I, I will say, most of this just seems like this is just kind of outgoing and friendly, but the uh, kind of hand lingering and, and grabbing the hand, that's a little, that's a little something. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I'm you feel thinking, me on that? Yeah. I'm thinking that it's available for you if you want it. You know what I mean? like if you if you're into this guy too, why don't you drop some moves on him? And see what happens. Uh if nothing happens, then you just made it awkward and congratulations.
1: <laughs> Yay! Yay! I, w- I will say I'll say yeah, I'm with you. It seems like there's some interest. Uh it could be that there's not and he's inviting the other male coworker to show that, or it could be he's into you and wants to spend time with you but feels uncomfortable or is worried about you feeling uncomfortable if he just asks you to go do something. Right. So maybe he's inviting the other guy to make it like a little, you know, a little less potentially weird or
0: or, uh, too much for you. I was invited as a date buffer for two people that recently got married. A date buffer? Yeah, like um, they were both friends of mine, uh, but they were both a little like reserved with their uh, with their sexual energy, I suppose. Like they didn't, um, you know, if they wanted to hit on somebody, they didn't just like go for it. They were very kind of you know coy and like shadowy and playing around and and not really saying what they mean. So I gotcha. individually, they invited me out to eat. <laughs> like each, like you know, he said to me, "Hey, you want to go get a bite to eat?" I was like, "Sure." And then a couple hours later, she's like, "Hey, do you want to go get a bite to eat?" I was like, "Funny, you should mention it." Uh, this other guy, who we both know, I'm just trying not to say names, uh, <laughs> <laughs> invited invited me out. Let's all go out and get some to eat. And it was very clearly a date on their end. Like they were very clearly, you know, I felt totally like a third wheel, but like they invited me as a buffer. So maybe that's what he's trying to do there.
1: Did they say anything to you? Did they, you know, even beforehand or at, like, did they give you any, you know, directness that they're trying to do that or.
0: No, nah, eventually you know they, just, I mean? they just started dating like, um, you know, a couple of weeks after that. So I was like, uh
1: right on. Well, so I assume during the wedding, uh, you've got the minister, them on each side, and then you're just kind of squatting down between them as a little <laughs> yep. bit of a buffer zone. as a buffer zone. Dude, that's always an honor. I've always wanted to do
0: that. Always wanted to be the buffer. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the marriage buffer. It's because I'm so non-threatening, I suppose. Yeah.
1: They read the vows, and then you're down there just kind of like, Hey, you know, don't get too anxious.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm here, too. Don't worry about it. You got this.
0: <laughs> Till that's to part, but, like, casually, though. What a what a beautiful ceremony.
1: <laughs> well, in your case, Op, I'm with you, Arthur. I think there's probably some interest there. If you're into him, then uh, you know maybe keep doing stuff, or maybe after you go running with this other guy, if you have a good time and it was all right, and this dude's not a weirdo, maybe you ask just him to come with. And if he, uh, you know, is into that, then uh, you know maybe you got something going. Maybe you can upgrade to rock climbing, and maybe you can upgrade to dating. Who yep. knows. That's the uh, order of operations. Starts on the trail, ends on the wall. (laughs) Such a goof-ass. I'm in a fucking goofy mood, dude.
0: But I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Yeah, it's good shit. Okay. All
1: right, under Atlantic.
0: Ciao. Ciao. Ciao, Bella. Uh, Why? So about three to four months ago, my 22... Ex-girlfriend, 24.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Wait, my, what? You gotta, you gotta clarify the title. was just why. Why? It sounded like you started the sentence and then cut off and then went into it. Now, this person's <laughs> relationship in question, with no punctuation, is just why. Why? Okay. Why? <laughs>
0: Sorry. Continue. So, about three to four months ago, my M22 ex-girlfriend, F24 fighter jet, cheated on me with another guy, and they went into a serious relationship. The relationship ended, and now she's sending me Snapchats. It seems like she'll send me one every other day, and sometimes I reply and she'll reply back, and sometimes she just ignores my reply. What insight or advice can you give me? Apologies in advance. I'm on my medication, so the story is super choppy. I can explain more in comments if needed. TLDR, my XGF is sending me snaps now that her relationship is over with the guy she cheated on me with. Any advice slash insight says Buck the Goat. That's great. That's greatest of all time for people who are not familiar.
1: All right, Buck. Uh, I would fucking ignore this person. Jesus Christ! Three to four months, she cheats on you. Mm -hmm. Assume she went out with this other dude and it didn't work out. So, worst case, she's kind of trying to flirt with you, which is weak as shit. If she cheated on you, uh, best case, you know, she's trying to establish some sort of friendship. And I don't know about you, but if I was cheated on three months ago by a girl and she was like, hey, let's be friends, I'd be like, uh, like, how about no? Like, let's not fucking talk to each other. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna respond to you. So, uh, I'm gonna say it's one of those situations. And, uh, if I were you, I wouldn't fucking respond.
0: I mean, I don't have any self esteem. So, uh, I might be like,
1: yay, she's back.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. Um, But seriously, this is probably a just fucking blocker and move on situation. Exactly. Y'all already put the horns on it, so... Yep, there's some more. Yep. Enjoy those horns. Uh, The triumphant return of the air horn. We haven't had it in a few weeks.
1: That's true. Maybe we should give them an extra one, because this is particularly air hornable.
0: Yep, there there it was. Yep. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) This is kind of a pre-air horn, too. I guess the first air horn is for your first relationship with this girl. And the second one is kind of like a vaccine to prevent you from getting back into this. Because <laughs> man, I don't, I don't know. The once a cheater, always a cheater. Uh, I think there's exceptions to that. I think people change, uh, but nobody changes in three fucking
0: months. Yeah, nobody bounces back off the cheat relationship and then. Nah, man. I mean, unless you want to introduce some chaos into your life, if you're feeling like a little too there stable. You go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> By all means, fucking propose to this woman.
0: Oh yeah. That'll, that'll really get it going. That'll really Ugh. pop some shit off. Nah, no, man.
1: And, and if you're having that inkling of things might change, and maybe, maybe it could work out this time, <laughs> like, nip that feeling in the bud, and that is a big red flag of you having some serious fucking insecurity, mm. and you really don't want to dive back into that. True that. All right. Good luck, Buck. <laughs> right. go. Nice. Yeah. Good luck, Buck. Uh, totes. I had nothing around yep, with.
0: Yep. Get it. Definitely <laughs> say Toads goats.
1: There we go. Toads. Goats. Nailed it. I started all saying right, Toads to I like Toads McGroats. I think that's a uh, a good remix on an old classic. Mm hmm. Mm Putting some new legs on that one. Yeah. Speaking of new legs, and actually, like, not at all, because that is completely irrelevant here uh it's the question box <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! Question box. <laughs> uh, yeah we got a new uh real question here and this is actually an update uh on a past question no way yeah uh first off though if uh if you're not familiar just to remind you we have our free question box here at radio free talk bag where you if you have a relationship dating sex or fucking anything else question uh can send it to us and we'll read it on the show as long as you didn't steal it from somebody else. Uh, if you go on our site, I've actually changed things up a little bit. I think on the bar on the bottom or in the menu, if you're on mobile, you click it and there's something that says, like, submit your anonymous question. Click that. You get a text box and uh, you enter your question in. You don't have to make a username. We don't know who you are. And uh, we'll respond to your question here. Hell so, yeah. Here's an update slash question uh, from one of our anonymous listeners. Hello, my dudes. Hello. Hello. Uh, update from the person who asked about activities to meet dudes. I ended up meeting a guy on Bumble. Thanks, alcohol, and we've been on some fun dates. As it happens, he's actually pretty into rock climbing, so your advice was still pretty good. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't believe it. I I, I love how much uh, how right I was on that situation. It makes me very happy. <laughs> uh, okay. So here's my admittedly pretty dumb question what's the right time to friend a date on social media? I know this is probably just my neuroticism speaking, but I'm wondering if I needed to either friend him after the first date or going on our third tomorrow or just wait until we become an actual thing. But I also wonder if I'm just wildly overthinking this. What do you guys think?
0: Hmm. When to friend. That's a really great question. Um, I, I'm i inclined to say immediately. I'm inclined to say, like, the instant you guys go on a date, um, let me hit you up on Facebook, because I want to share memes at you and shit. And I don't want you... <laughs> I want you to have unfettered access to my fucking stream of consciousness from... <clears throat> there we eight, go. Six to eight years ago. Uh, nice to meet been... you. I'm
1: Donovan. Here's a website where you can see pictures of me when I was 13 and wore <laughs> cargo shorts and
0: oversized polo shirts. <laughs> yeah, that is true. In that case... Uh, maybe just the surface level stuff, maybe just, like, your Insta, like, your most recent Insta, because, you know, if you're anything like me, uh, you've had multiple accounts over time, and you've, like, you know, left some of it behind, you know what I'm
1: saying? I need to do that with Facebook, there's some heinous, uh, there's some heinous old pictures on there, but it's yeah. also a fun reminder of, uh, uh, how far I've come.
0: Oh, yeah, Facebook is maybe. is a monument to the failure that is me. <laughs> That's the way I like to think
1: of it. I'm I'm not gonna not disagree. I'm not gonna disagree on immediately, but not immediately is like in the date, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man, if you go out and it went well, I don't know. I'll, I'll friend somebody later that night sometimes. Uh, maybe it'd be a little weird if you were like Instagram and Facebook and fucking like Snapchat and everything at once. <laughs> yeah, hit them like, up
0: on all of them.
1: Yeah, just at the same time. But I don't think there's anything wrong. You know, if it went well with with uh, adding them on one of those. Because then, you know, you get an ad, uh, kind of an avenue for some light banter, like, you know, sending them some fucking memes or something silly. Oh, yeah. Or they can see some posts from you, and maybe they like something. You're like, oh, that's cool. Like, they're into me. Uh, I, but I don't think it's that big of a deal.
0: No. Unless
1: you got something on there you're you're embarrassed about, in which case, different situation. But I, I think in general, uh, after you've been on at least once, if it went well, I, I wouldn't worry about it.
0: Here's, uh, here's kind of an offshoot question for the people in the blast zone of this question. Um, how like, should you stay friends with your friend's ex? Like say the friend and you've known each other for years, they get together with somebody, you, you know, meet somebody, you know, you meet their SO, uh, like at a party or something. And then you have them on Facebook. Do you stick, do you keep that around? No, you know what I, mean? I
1: got you after they break up. Yeah. I think it depends. Yeah. Uh, Oftentimes, it's something I just kind of forget, especially if, like, you know, there's not much contact there. Like, there's a difference between your buddy dating a girl for several years, and it becomes like a friend to you. Like, you spend time with them, and they're still around.
0: Yeah, that's not even a question, because if you're still, like, if you meet somebody because they're your friend's SO, turns out they're good people, and then they break up, you can still maintain a relationship with that person, independent of the relationship but like, if you just met him like once or twice, and they were at a party. Okay.
1: So that, that's what I'm going to say. It depends on it depends on the situation. Like yeah. if my friend got his heart broken, his or her right. heart broken, and the uh, you know S.O. cheated on him or something like that. Oh like, yeah. fuck that person. <laughs> but what if they didn't I do don't...
0: anything wrong?
1: In in those situations, I don't I don't think it's that big of a deal. You know what I mean? Just to just to keep him around.
0: Yeah. Uh, I got a few of them hanging around. Just like I'll see him peripherally, and I'll be like, "Yeah, he used to date my friend." Yeah, I did. Like, too. That's about the only, the only connection yeah, pretty I have with much this person. the person.
1: Although sometimes they were a terrible person, and then you see like some horribly unflattering thing, and it's a couple of years later, and you send it to your friend, uh, and they're that's like, true. <laughs> "That's true." That's <laughs> true. Okay, I'm glad you agree with that. I was like. I hope I'm not saying that. and that's something that nobody does, and now I just sound like a
0: big old jerk. <laughs> that makes it totally worth it. Okay, yeah. So stick around uh, with your friends' exes on social media so that you can uh, post, like, say they got like really fat. You can be like, Nyeh. yeah, mock them to make your friend feel better.
1: Or oh, a heinous boy. tattoo. That,
0: that's oh a yeah, one <laughs> heinous tattoo. Uh, got fat, uh, dating uh, Elon Musk. Like, if you were friends with Graves.
1: Oh, yeah. There we go. There's nothing worse than the, uh, not just the heinous tattoo. I said Graves. I was going to correct you, but (laughs) I was like, not the, uh, you caught it. Uh, worst thing in the world is, is not just the heinous tattoo, but the one where then they post several pictures on social media and you're just like, how do you think this is good? Like, what are you doing?
0: They, I mean, well, they made a decision, and now they have to like go with it. They have to <laughs> That's go true. for it.
1: Double down, double yep. down. I got Bert and Ernie's faces on each of my cheeks. Oh fuck! <laughs> I'm doubling down. I've been a Sesame Street fan since the womb, motherfucker. Womb to the tomb. Yeah, Bert and Ernie. Womb to the tomb. Next month on Lifetime. <laughs> I know this next I'm <laughs> on all right. the
0: next Alright, alright, alright Hit it I F24 Am kinkier than my boyfriend M26 I feel a bit unsatisfied I had a bit of a wild child period after college And got up to all sorts of sexual shenanigans It was fun But then I met my boyfriend, fell in love, as you do And committed to a wonderful, secure Monogamous relationship it really is wonderful. I love him more than I can even put into words. However, he is very vanilla. Like, hadn't done much beyond missionary before I came along. Nice. I know, <laughs> I know how important sexual compatibility is in relationships, and I'm aware of the issues that can crop up. But he has expressed a willingness to engage in kinkier things in the bedroom. I just don't think he knows where to start. So my question is this. What are some good strategies for gently introducing my boyfriend to kinkier things without making him too uncomfortable? TLDR, my boyfriend is very vanilla, and I'm kinky. How can I introduce him to kinkier stuff without making him too uncomfortable? Posted by Tumbling Pickle. <clears throat> picky. That's when Picky is like is like playing with her toe beans. He's like, she's yeah. her own toe, and then she flips over as a Tumbling Pickle. That was the cutest thing I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> and she's curled up behind me. Oh, man. Okay, I'm gonna stop myself, but before this becomes a cat-themed podcast again, <laughs> I think we're gonna be coming back to that uh, will, want, won't list.
0: Yep, we were yep, talking about want, will, won't,
1: because I think that's a good uh, that's a good way to suss out if, if maybe he has some interest that he's just embarrassed <laughs> to talk about. Uh, like maybe he's vanilla and experience, but you know he's been wanting to try some things and he doesn't know how to bring it up. Uh, I think that's a good way to bring that up. You want to explain what that is again, actually?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just like a short explanation. A want, will, a want, will, won't list is where you and your partner write down a list of the things that you want to do sexually, a list of the things that you will do sexually, and a list of the things that you will not do sexually. You then compare those lists and decide what's first. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I like that explanation. Yeah. I'll say, too, if you search online, there's a, a couple sites you can do that. You both, like, make an account or both fill it in, and it'll show what shit matches up. Yeah. Uh, you know, that way, uh, if you got some interest they're, like, really fucking not into, it can just kind of not show up, and you don't have to necessarily sure. embarrass yourself. Sure. On the other hand, you know, it, it can be kind of good to talk about those things, especially if it's something that would be important to you that they're not into. Huh. Uh, Piss. But in general, I think that's I think it's a good idea.
0: Really, piss? You want to try piss? I mean, it's not on my want list. What does it? What
1: does that do for you? What does the uh, <laughs> What does the urine covered face do for you? I'm yeah. just I'm just trying to understand. How
0: does that? How does that satisfy? I don't know, man. It's just kind of my fucking thing.
1: I will let you gulp me. I will not let you shred me. That's where I draw the line. (laughs) Uh, I will also say, like, if you got experience in that and he doesn't, uh, and you kind of compare those things, you know, just just start with some lower-key stuff. Uh, And make sure you've got kind of the communications established and open where he's, like, you got to make sure he's comfortable and like you've agreed to be very forthcoming with how you feel about things because you don't want a situation where you're really into something and he's going to start doing it to because he knows that you want it, but he's not comfortable with it or vice versa. And, the uh, only way to avoid those situations is just, like really have your communication laid down at the beginning. Cause sometimes Absolutely. that shit can be hard to talk about, uh, if it makes you uncomfortable. And if you do that at the beginning, just kind of establish, that, like, anything is okay in terms of talking to each other and expressing how you feel, then uh, that kind of, it'll help get rid of that
0: problem before it crops up. Absolutely. Uh, substick, uh, sub-stick- count Weird. Uh, <laughs> says, uh, in response to the quote, what are some good strategies for gently introducing my boyfriend to kinkier things? Responds, that's going to likely depend on the kink. If you're talking about tying up and handcuffs, then honestly, just do it. But if you're talking about furry costumes while acting out scenes from Alice in Wonderland, that's a different discussion. (laughs) Witten's Mittens says, Yeah, I totally agree. As long as it isn't a crazy fetish like wanting him to shit on you next time you're getting down and dirty, initiate some dirty talk and tell him all the stuff you want him to do to you. That should be enough of a hint to get the ball rolling. There you go. What the fuck? Rumpus, up in this bitch? otter rumpus yeah you remember otter rumpus that was a question to ask her <laughs> I don't but hello what up otter rumpus she's up in these comments anyway
1: <laughs> uh I think incorporating it into dirty talk like that too is uh you know it's definitely a good idea cause that's just that's just fucking exciting like unless this dude is just completely opposed to all of that uh I almost guarantee that he's not then that's that's gonna be good times
0: Yeah. I mean, I'll try anything once. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Change your plans, Tumbling Pickle. uh, Move to Cincinnati and date Arthur. Hey, here you go. How's it going?
0: (laughs) You want to move to Cincinnati and go on a (laughs) date? I don't know why. I immediately go to Sling Blade and... Oh that's what that is. I know I yep. guess that voice or somewhere. It's French yeah, potatoes.
1: Nothing sexier than fucking sling
0: blade. <laughs> yeah, Billy Bob Thornton's, I don't know, he's alright looking. <laughs> but when he nagged like sling blade.
1: <laughs>
0: can I control
1: yourself. Oh
0: god, I'm gonna be doing that the whole rest of the show.
1: Uh,
0: can I read can I read the next question in the sling blade voice? Jesus Christ!
1: That's three paragraphs of Sling Blade. I gotta nip that in the bud.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Do we have a shorter one coming up?
0: Uh, maybe. Okay. Here, wait. You read the last one, right? I read the kinkier than my boyfriend. Okay.
1: How about you do the title of this one in Sling Blade, and, and then I'll uh, I'll read the
0: rest normally. Does that sound like a good compromise? That does sound good. All right, hit it. Mm, I found my. Oh wait, no. I'm doing Zed from fucking <laughs> South Park. I found my husband, 33 M's, mean texts about me, French fried potatoes. <laughs> Nailed it.
1: Potatoes. <clears throat> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I hate when they start out with a TLDR. That always throws me. We're going to circle back. Okay. I have been on strict bed rest for the past two months as I am very pregnant and was having contractions.
0: Very pregnant. The doctor... Very
1: The doctor told me that I shouldn't be doing anything more than getting up to go to the bathroom. My dad and sister come over most days to help me, but a lot of the responsibility still falls on my husband. The situation is stressful for both of us, but I thought we were doing okay. I borrowed my husband's laptop to watch Netflix because mine has been having trouble with Wi-Fi connections. This has never been an issue before, and we often use each other's electronics. When I was using it, his texts kept popping up in the corner. He was texting someone from his phone at the time. I went to mute the text conversation and saw some things I shouldn't have. I'll admit, I then read the whole thing, and it was horrendously mean. He has been texting with this woman from work for weeks. Nothing seems to be sexual between them, but he's been ranting about me. I would understand if he was just ranting about the situation, or even if he was bothered about things I've said or something, but he was constantly calling me lazy and accusing me of playing up my medical issues for sympathy. He was not at the hospital when I went in for early contractions. He used the phrase, attention whore, several times. He also told this woman that I'm lying about not being able to have sex, which crossed even more lines for me, because I think that sex issues should be private. I feel so betrayed and I don't know what to do. I feel like if I confront him, he will get mad at me for snooping. I don't know how to approach this, especially when I'm in a situation where I'm basically completely reliant on him. Should I just let it go? Is this worth fighting over? I feel like I might be overreacting, or maybe I'm not sympathetic enough, but I really don't know. What do you all think? TLDR, I'm pregnant and on bed rest and caught my husband calling me lazy in internet chats with another woman. And that was posted by Trash Talk Hubby.
0: Damn.
1: Damn.
0: This is heinous, dude. Pretty, this is truly such, heinous. such a shitty situation. All right. All right, all right, all right, all right. I got it. I got this. Watch this shit. Hit me. Here we go. <laughs> Wait until you have the baby. And then you have the baby, right? You got the little baby. It's out of you. You're off of bed rest. Now you Now you go hit the gym. You get... <laughs> fucking just diesel yoked just get insane with it and then roll up on him and be like the fuck you say about me (laughs) go off queen the fuck you say about me then just shove him into a fucking wall like hold him up with one hand be like motherfucker call me lazy
1: you fucking cave his face in yeah
0: fucking talk about him
1: calling you lazy and then and then you shred him
0: and then you shred him and gulp him (laughs) But yeah, this this yep yep they're kind of far away right now, but yep they're getting closer, and yep there they are yep horns for real dude I
1: don't know how the fuck you even there there's so many levels in which this is wrong like number one you're just a fucking asshole saying this shit about your pregnant wife number two you're an extra asshole for like not only talking to your coworker about this but like some woman that you work with yeah like that's that's fucked up and kind of cheaty almost, especially when you're talking about sexual shit with her. Mm -hmm. And, uh... Three, your wife's fucking pregnant, dude! Jesus Christ! And on bed
0: rest (laughs) for medical leave. Like, she's on medical leave
1: because it's a
0: complicated pregnancy.
1: And fucking very pregnant, as she said. Like, you're... She's about to have a fucking baby. What do you expect? Yeah. She's so fucking <laughs> lazy. fucking asshole. She's nine yeah. months pregnant and won't even fucking... She only gets up to pee. Because
0: that's what her fucking doctor <laughs> told her to do.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. And and then on top of that, like, this is your fucking child, dude. You're supposed yeah. to yeah. be caring and supportive here. And instead, you're just being a, a match, massive fucking cock. And uh, if you're already doing this, then, like, I don't even want to guess what you're going to be like as a fucking father. Yeah. On the other hand, I- I'm with you that, you know, she you just kind of got to wait this out. Like, for the sake of you and for the sake of the kid, mm-hmm. like, you can't use a full fucking marital turmoil fight while you're about to have a child.
0: Yeah, that's and, not great.
1: Uh, that fucking sucks. Like, I wish you could tell this guy to go fuck himself uh, already. But uh, I-, I think that's just the most practical thing to do here. You- you're-, you're certainly not in a state. You don't deserve to have to deal with that
0: right now. I wonder if you can just do like, uh, just like small dumbbell curls, like while you're in the bed. <laughs> just like get go. that going. And just like yeah. every, just like do that just as many minutes of the day as you can. And if he walks in while he's doing it, just lock eyes with him while you're fucking doing curls. <laughs> <laughs> Soon. <laughs> yeah, man. Fuck,
1: this sucks though.
0: Yeah, dude. This sucks real but, bad. Um, and Just, and, you know, here's a little peek behind the kimono. Um, <laughs> I, I'll just I'll skim these questions you know usually like I just kind of like bah, bah, bah. I'm basically looking for like keywords right yeah and uh, what I got out of this one was like oh husband's talking shit about his wife while she's on bed rest and I was totally prepared to be like well you know you got to give him some leeway because he's in a stressful situation too but uh, hearing the full context for this I'm like fuck this dude nah man I don't I don't see any chance that this works. Like, I don't care how stressed you are, you know?
1: Yeah. You make a fucking shitty comment or you get irritated and you apologize. That's one thing. But, yeah. like, this is so actively shitty that uh I'm even more heated, dude. I'm going to bring the heat even harder because I'm fucking heated about this garbage.
0: Get hot, baby!
1: Yeah. What do they say in the comments? You think these, uh, these people agree? Oh, yeah, they do. Monkey Mantra says, wow, you married a piece of shit
0: divorce question mark call a family member have them pack you a bag and leave this is horrifying you are trying to keep this child you are trying to keep his child inside of you and he is calling you an attention whore and calling you a liar he has crossed the line so badly you should be furious i would be calling divorce attorneys i'm so sorry says enrichment only who also is a uh, rftb superstar enrichment only has showed up before as well
1: oh howdy yeah <laughs> If it... I guess if it would make you... If you're in a situation where you want to get away from this, by all means, that's not a bad option, Uh, but I'm going to guess you probably don't want to deal with all that shit right now on top of this. So unless he's being, you know, actively abusive to you, I would, you know, if you can, wait this out until you have the child and and then get the hell out of there. Like, you just... You don't need this stress on there, and you definitely don't need a fight with some dude who's evidently somewhat unhinged uh, when you're about to have your child.
0: Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Fuck this dude. Uh get the fuck out. Get nope. yoked. Get yoked. Beat him up. Get out.
1: Or uh, come on the show and uh tell us and our listeners his address. We'll form up the RFTB militia and go uh <laughs> go shred and gulp him to fucking pieces.
0: <laughs> the, the RFTB Revolutionary Guard. The
1: RFTB Revolutionary <laughs> Guard. Am I right? I'm going to spit beer everywhere.
0: <laughs> Got him. That's like reverse four. <laughs> Spitties. All right. Well, I don't think. <laughs> Do you remember that time that somebody just put spit on it in her fucking anonymous question box? <laughs> spit on it?
1: Question mark. <laughs> yep. Yeah, maybe. A- Next question. <laughs> mm,
0: this question takes us to the
1: free Hell
0: yeah, dude. I'm excited for the friend zone. My 25M brother, 25M, sounds like a twin brother, I guess, is obsessed with fish, and I think there's something wrong with him. I ain't <laughs> seen my brother in over five years, so I was really excited to spend the week at his house after so long. Bunch. But after seeing him and staying in his house, I really think there's something wrong with him. First of all, his house is full of aquariums. No, don't get me wrong. These tanks are amazing. You can tell he really cares about the fish. The problem is that there is tons of them everywhere. Nearly every wall is covered in racks of tanks. But it's not the fish I'm worried about. But my brother. He seems to take great care of the fish, but not himself. He's morbidly obese. If I were to guess, he's like 500 pounds. And I'm pretty sure he eats nothing but convenience food and takeout because there's no food in his house at all. Just stuff for fish. I think he's really depressed. He didn't want to leave his house when I suggested we hang out somewhere. He didn't want to see any of our family, even our parents. He seems to only be happy when he's taking care of his fish or talking about his fish. When I asked him if he was doing okay, he insists he's doing fine, but I know there's something bothering him. It hurts to see him like this. What do I do? How do I help him? I've never dealt with this before. I just want him to be okay again. My brother is obsessed with fish and is showing signs of depression. That's the TLDR. And it was posted by Throw Away in a Fish Tank. (laughs)
1: <laughs> this, fuck i was expecting this to be hilarious and this is actually like
0: this yeah, it's is like, really this is
1: fucking problem it's, it's still kind sad. of funny yeah but it is it is very sad yeah uh i'm yeah. gonna say from firsthand experience with depression uh some people cope with it uh by like really getting into work or getting into a project like if you can you're really doing your project well or taking care of your you know hobby or your pets like this really well you can kind of focus on that instead of focusing on the emotional issues you're working, uh, Absolutely. working or dealing with. And, and that can be okay. You know? You're know, you going to the gym a couple times a week and it makes you feel better or, uh, I don't know. Spending thousands other...
0: of dollars on fish tanks. <laughs>
1: not, not, not that one. It, it's good to put that energy into a different task. Uh, but when it's this, which is clearly overboard and reminds me a little bit of the hoarding situations we've read about too.
0: Oh, fuck, he's uh, a fish
1: hoarder. <laughs> yeah, uh, th- you know that's when it becomes a problem. You're not addressing the issues at all. You are throwing yourself uh, completely into the proverbial fish tank. Uh. Sorry, <laughs> you keep fun to laugh about this, but this is fuck, this is really fucking. This is rough. Fish yeah, hoarding.
0: You may- You'll get caught up in the fish hoarding. <laughs>
1: uh, we got to put that on the uh, RFTB soundtrack coming out in six months. <laughs>
0: Damn, I got no. six months to edit this thing together. Damn.
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry, I thought we talked
0: about that. Fuck.
1: I will say, the fact that you haven't seen your brother in five years, I don't know what your level of closeness is here.
0: Yeah, what's up with uh, that?
1: If you're close enough with him, or even, you know, it seems like you have a good relationship, you could kind of ask how he's doing. Uh, but this is a situation where he he clearly needs some therapy, and he needs some sort of support. And if you aren't close enough to do that. Uh, and you're close, both of you are close with your parents. Uh, I would talk to them as well. If he's got any, you know, friends who might be able to, are closer to him and could talk to them, uh, talk to him about this. Uh, I would bring it up with them too. I might do that regardless, just so this isn't all on your shoulders. Uh, but you gotta get, you gotta get him some help. Like, as you said, he insists that he's doing fine. Uh, it, it, it sounds like he's just kinda in denial and trying to avoid this situation. And, uh, Eating convenience food and all that, not taking care of himself. If he's literally 500 pounds, too, this is like a very, very severe issue. Yeah. And uh, you got to get him help as soon as you can.
0: Absolutely. 100% with you. Uh, Let's see here. Sometimes people who are struggling with depression can interpret concern as criticism. And many people who are passionate about their hobbies can feel very defensive about them. To head this off, make it clear you're on his side. Consider making it really clear that you're impressed with how well he takes care of them. After all, if something happens to him because he's not taking care of himself, what will happen to his fish? He'll need to get better for himself, but maybe knowing both that they're at risk, uh, if he is, more incentive, and that he has your interest, he can talk to you about what's important to him, including his fish, and your support, including recognition of what he's doing well, would help uh, taking those difficult first steps into getting the ball rolling? That's an oddly constructed sentence, but very insightful.
1: <laughs> no, definitely. And I think that's a good uh, avenue to do this is don't don't try not to fucking laugh at saying this. Don't don't focus on the fish here. Like this is more the symptom of it. And if he's handling all those, OK, like obviously this is probably distracting him to some extent from taking care of himself.
0: But he's uh, capable of undertaking an intensive, difficult, long term commitment. Exactly. Exactly, and that
1: does you know reflect as a good thing. Uh, I just I would approach him more about. It doesn't seem like you've been leaving a lot. It seems like you've been down. Maybe talk about the not eating too well part, but that also might just you know bring up a little defensiveness. But uh, I'd more just ask how he's doing and focus on making sure he's okay and seeing if you can get him to uh, bring up you know how he's feeling rather than be like what the fuck is up with all these fish tanks? Yeah. What's
0: up with the fish, though? Don't leave with that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. You got you, you know, a whole apartment full of fish and shit. You can't leave or can't. just
1: c- kick down the door with a boombox blaring the SpongeBob SquarePants theme and uh, <laughs> carry him outside and uh, take them directly to a, a therapist who lives was an apartment
0: before. full of fish tanks. <laughs> oh, no. Brother, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Round and full of McDonald's is he. 500 pound brother.
1: <laughs> this is terrible. This is fucking. It's
0: really I bad. I feel bad about laughing at <laughs> We're this. We're doing very badly. Jesus. We are not being we- sensitive at all.
1: We that's support what- you throw in a fish tank.
0: Absolutely. But that's it's a side effect of the heat, baby. <laughs> we could have come <laughs> with these jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man.
1: <laughs> We're sorry.
0: Uh, we wish you the best. Absolutely. I wish I had another line to the song.
1: Me too. I was gonna say something about dropping on the deck and flopping like a fish, but I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't think. Of, I couldn't think of what the uh, the what what twist to put on that line. Get us out of here before we do more uh, more harm than good. My it's bad. up to you, baby. You're the only one who can do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, out of the fish frying pan and back into the fire. Twenty three F married 4 years to 33m wife upset about cam girls in marriage 27f married 4 years husband is 33m we have a good relationship we are open and honest we know each other's passwords for everything we're not yeah we are not unhappy in our marriage we are compatible in bed and we try and experiment when it comes to kinks or if one of us expresses a fantasy it is very much a two-way street I love what we have. We are both okay with porn in the relationship. Sometimes we watch together. We are both okay with the occasional strip show, generally related to wedding festivities, but we draw the line at lap dances. I like to think we are not prudes, but we respect our relationship and commitment to each other. I went through his email the other day looking for an order confirmation number. There was an email (coughs) for a porn cam girl, but it wasn't spam. When I asked him about it, he admitted to signing up and watching. I am not okay with it. I feel like it is more akin to cheating versus porn. I find it too personal. When I told him this, he blew me off and dismissed my concerns, which did not make me feel good. Am I crazy? How do I address this? My usual direct communication with him didn't work. TLDR, wife upset about husband's cam girls porn. Am
0: I overreacting? Uh at t- okay, we already had
1: the age right. Forget that
0: okay. type of bit at the end. Arthur, how okay. see you? It is a different level of uh of fantasy. It absolutely yes. is. Uh it's much more interactive. You can literally interact with them. Um That being said, I don't I don't think it's akin to cheating as much as maybe this person does like i can totally get why she's upset
1: I, I'm it's, with it's you.
0: definitely it's a level up but i feel like it's kind of tiptoeing you know what i mean no
1: exactly like it, and she just... does say more akin like I, I i agree with you that this is i wouldn't call this cheating but it, it definitely is more so than porn it's the same ballpark ain't no fucking ballpark neither and I feel like this comes back to, we've talked about uh, sexting people while people are in a right. relationship. And uh, we should honestly make it like a scale of all of these, uh, the severity of these things. Absolutely. But the, the, point I, the point I made last time too is that the difference there between uh, like looking at porn and actually sexting somebody uh, is that somebody is involved there. I think we also mentioned on that one though you know, that's a person that you know. That's somebody in your life. Uh, and I think that makes sexing somebody a, a little more than this, possibly. Uh, but it does get into a gray area because you are, you know, you are directly interacting with this person. Like you're, especially if she's like emailing you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that it, it makes me feel like he's definitely like talking and kind of flirting with this girl. Yeah. And that is. It is different. It's not it's not cheating, I don't think. I mean unless, you know, it, it bugs you enough to consider that, but uh I i I definitely understand being upset about this, and I don't think you're crazy for having this feeling.
0: I don't think you're crazy. <laughs> Alright,
1: mm. Narles Barkley, what do you got?
0: Well Jeez, I just I you know, I I think that I've had exes that would be more upset about me spending the money than about what was actually happening you know yeah I gotcha um it's it's a rough one uh she finds it too personal it's pretty fucking personal uh two people nude in separate parts of the world uh especially if it's like a private show like you have no idea if it goes two way you don't know if they're seeing each other Oh yeah exactly yeah, maybe, 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 it is too much, and I think, uh I think maybe you just try again with the direct communication. I think you just get back at him about it and be like, "Remember when we talked about the cam girl shit?" Yeah, I remember when we talked about the cam girl shit. I'm still not cool with it, like, dope, <laughs> like very not cool with it. So, can you please fucking address my concerns, goddammit? Exactly,
1: because regardless, it's extremely uncool that he blew you off and dismissed your concerns especially yeah. when it sounds like you got pretty decent communication and kind of ground rules otherwise uh, but I can't see where he's coming from where he possibly doesn't think it's that big of a deal I don't necessarily think this is a relationship ender but you have the right to be upset and you can draw you know your kind of boundaries there it, it doesn't that's not like a universal thing and if this bugs you he needs to address that especially after you've expressed it to him and he can't just, you know, dismiss that and be like, no, like, this is not a big deal. Uh, so definitely come back at him about it. I would, you know, try to get him a, take do this in kind of a calm state and articulate your reasons for being bothered by this. And if he understands and responds, good. Uh, but if he doesn't, then that is uh, a fucking red flag uh, beyond the situation itself that he's not addressing something that bothers you.
0: Defo. Defo. Dolphinately. <laughs> Turtly. Jesus, you got a bunch of these. These are good. Just the two of them, and they're both from the uh, roll show. Ah, oh shit. I'd sold them. You, hey, you got uh, anything else on this one? No, dude. Like, I just, you know, it's about setting up those boundaries and making it clear what's a boundary for you. And if you can't respect your boundaries, then that's a that's a red flag for sure. Yeah, then you just you know devour him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy,
1: what an episode! Yeah, we definitely brought the heat and uh, the fucking vor talk.
0: Yep. Yeah,
1: an underrepresented uh, subculture kink to kind of poke fun at. I will say.
0: Are you sure? Because like it's everywhere now. Everyone makes I- fun of vor. It's everywhere in the
1: weird internet circles we go, but I don't think mainstream normie culture has yet uh, I- I- experienced the the fun that is to be had at the uh, expense of
0: terrible vor art.
1: And maybe they Do shouldn't, because th- some of it's really heinous, and I don't know why.
0: Do you think normies um, uh, are demo? I don't think normies are our demo. No, nah, I
1: don't know, man. Maybe there's a normie or two in there.
0: Maybe We got listeners name.
1: all over the damn place, dude. We got That's listeners true. in, like... Uh, I think I saw some in, like, Iraq. I don't think your average Hell Iraqi yeah. is uh, familiar with vor, Although, <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm being a little uh, uh, West-centric on that one. It's true. If you're from uh, the Middle East and you got a Vore fetish, uh, shoot us a line. We'd, uh, we'd love to talk to you.
0: Let's see. Uh, 24 downloads in Turkey. Shout-outs to Turkey. Yeah. Four downloads in Iran. Shouts to Iran. Two downloads in iraq what's up what's popping what's popping out there? <laughs> Five downloads in Indonesia very cool one download in the philippines
1: i I'm curious who a bunch of these people are too yeah like I, I went to international school in high school, so I know a couple of them are friends of mine, like a buddy of my a buddy of mine in Malaysia has listened to a few episodes right uh, but if you're somebody else hearing this you know and and you're out somewhere else in the world besides kind of the states and uh europe i think is where most of our listeners are uh hit us up if you feel like it let us know how you found us that'd be that'd be cool to know because it's Holy fucking shit. awesome there's people out there listening
0: 367 downloads in norway shout outs to them nords
1: yeah dude norway is our second our second biggest uh country by audience
0: we're fucking big in norway
1: apparently i got a couple friends over there too my first girlfriend was actually uh was norwegian but not you know 300 and however many uh Norwegians do I know. But yeah, shout out to
0: Norway. One download in Croatia. Shout out to my Croats.
1: <laughs> Alright, we can't just read through every single country because we're so popular that we around the world might do It's it. very fun to do, though. It <laughs> certainly is. There was one time
0: uh, uh, Do you, uh, you actually you know this one. Uh, when I was a uh, rocket nerd back in the day when I was DJing. And I had that uh, Buzzin' 10-Minute Mix. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You remember the Buzzin' Mix? Fuck. Um, it was actually picked up on a blog in Spain and got, like, you know, several thousand downloads from this, like, Spanish blog.
1: Hell yeah, dude. Way that back in good. the way back.
0: It was a blog called Hugador Siete.
1: You should you should throw that up. I think if you don't have it, I know Bridget has it.
0: Uh yeah, I, I gotta get it. But at to the listeners,
1: uh, Arthur's uh Arthur's DJ skills are pretty freaking good. And if you're into electronic and particularly like electro and house music, uh you should check out some of this stuff. Maybe we can throw a link up on the uh on the old page.
0: Sure, I'll put up my Mixcloud. cloud. Boom. Boom. Well hey, uh did you know that our intro music is the song Hanging On by the band Nowhere and that you can find their music at Nowhere Music. Stuff, man, wow. wow and our
1: outro music is the song Stephanie by the band The Or you can find it at theHayfellows.com, instagram.com slash uh or Spotify and uh you know search The Fellows; they got some good music on there
0: I thought of this the other day have you actually like checked our Patreon to see if we have any incoming well you got shit okay I, I did I, I, I did change it, it though
1: I forget it did. It was deactivated. So we've been we've been talking to you listeners about Patreon. <laughs> it's been deactivated.
0: Man, I, really I know have... so
1: many of you were, were just itching to give us ten dollars, but I've changed it. It's uh, it's now three dollars. And please don't get us into a goddamn bidding war where we're asking for twenty five cents. But if you like the show <laughs> and you feel like you could throw us three bucks, uh, we'd appreciate it. It would help us pay our uh, our hosting costs here and. uh, you know, maybe get me a microphone that's not u s b at some point
0: if you had a friend that spent let's see this episode twenty six so that's twenty six hours plus the about two hours for me downloading like fifty two hours of that uh so like seventy hours making something for you wouldn't you give him three bucks for it? yeah, yeah,
1: especially if your friend was uh just a really cool dude
0: just like a super chill guy <laughs> yeah. And smart and funny and handsome, yeah, emphasis and, on all of those things, and, and ripped
1: fuck yeah, dude, <laughs> <laughs> but for real we'd uh'd really appreciate it uh it is back up and activated for real this time, Excellent. and uh I don't know perhaps we can get some uh bonus episodes or something going on eventually, but the only way to start that is to throw the three bucks, and I will keep the offer out there, that if you contribute the $3, you can send me any picture, and I will put it up on my wall. It's looking blank. Uh, it could even be Vore. Yep. And, uh, you do it. <laughs> you, you donate. I'll post it. I'll take a picture, and you can ruin my uh, my love life.
0: I love that you're now you're doing the self-deprecating ones. Now you're like, it can even be Vore. Like before it was me like a <laughs> goatsey and you're like, No, and now you're like I mean you can send me four
1: Oh <laughs> uh, it's gonna get bad, dude. It's gonna be like a month down the line and like for one cent you can put fucking raw meat and nail it to my wall and I'll never take it down. And uh, I'll eat the maggots if you'll give us some other shit. <laughs> Don't make please, us do that. Please give us the goddamn three Please, please
0: give us please. money, we wanna monetize this podcast so bad. Yeah, we do. <laughs>
1: All right, you got anything else? Our, uh, I think our groveling is complete.
0: <laughs> yep. Nope, I have debased myself enough. Uh, this has been Radio Free Tau Bag, and it has been so very good to have you with us, and we cannot wait to see you again next week. Thanks. Bye. Oh, wait, I forgot. It's episode 26, and I'm 26
1: years old. I was going to make a stupid joke, but there you go. All right, hit the outro music.
0: <laughs> Perfect. What?